Naked Love, everybody. This is Yanni Taylor. I'm here again with another edition of Naked Colors, and I have a very special guest, my co-host. Please introduce yourself. Hello, everyone. I am Paul. Paul Hitson, by the way. Welcome again, Paul. It has been a while um, since you've been on and since we've actually gotten together Yes. on a podcast. And I'm so glad yes. to have you on. Yes, and I'm very, very happy so to be here. So mm-hmm. And you know, it's 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 a like the song says, it's a rare condition in this day and age. So I'm so very grateful that you're on the podcast and that you're able to chime in. So mm-hmm. I am just grateful. And you're gonna have to excuse me, y'all. I am drinking a little bit of rose. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I just had to get my drink on a little bit. The Bible says, I'm just playing, I'm just playing. I couldn't do that tonight. Oh, okay. But uh, <laughs> but we are here for a specific reason and a specific purpose. Um, Paul, educate yes. the people on what we're going to talk about tonight. Well, tonight we're going to talk about a topic that's been on my mind for a while, especially... Uh, like uh, like I told you, I am trying to start a nudist group of my own, um, but I'm I'm struggling with a couple of things about starting a nudist group. Like I'm struggling with my own reasoning for want wanting to start a nudist group and not feeling almost like an imposter within the nudist uh, slash naturalist community. Because I've been listening to a lot of uh, podcasts on nudism, and I've been reading a lot of articles. I've even had a few nudist experiences lately. And one of the things that keep coming up within the community, I hear everyone always say, is that nudism or naturalism is about is not about sex. It's it's not about that at all. It could be it's the furthest thing from any nudist mind is sex, and. People who are like hardcore nudists are pretty adamant about that. And I want to respect that uh, philosophy. But at the same time, I, that's why I like I feel kind of like an imposter because I'm not sure that I fully disassociate sex with uh, nudism or naturalism. And I've just been struggling. Like, I'm, I think it's I think that I can train myself to disassociate that. But I'm wondering if I if I even should or if that's even possible. Part of me thinking that some people some people in the community are kind of like lying to themselves about it. <laughs> I don't know. But I, I will say that I've been in nude environments where I didn't, you know, I wasn't like physically physically aroused. Maybe just because I wasn't aroused to those particular people. So I don't know. So I guess that's what we're going to talk about tonight. Like, can you really uh, disassociate sex from um, just casual nudity? And that is an interesting topic that you have brought up. Um, One of the things for me, when I first got into nudism, all I knew was I like to be naked. Like, I like to be close free. Mm -hmm. I like to be unconstricted with clothes. However, um, because every time, and mind you, this is like at the dawn of the technological age and the internet and all of that. So, of course, we're getting bombarded with sex. Anytime you look up something naked, you see porn. And this is common, even being a naturist of color, you will see this in when you search for Black naturist things. Mm-hmm. And it has always kind of not just kind of, it always have bothered me because it's like, well, I'm more than, you know, a sexual object. I'm more than um, a sexual fetish um, because to be honest, um, black bodies are often fetishized because of the quote unquote exotic um, mm-hmm. na- nature that we possessed. If I'm making sense, what I'm trying to say you are. I would say like you are making a lot of sense, and I totally sympathize with um, you as a black person being fetishized. You know that's something that I've dealt with on my own. But I want to ask you a question: What if you 
what if you are as the nudist, what if you were doing the lusting? I'm not saying fetishizing, but what if you're lusting after other people? Like, um, I, it's so weird. Like, like, I, like, I, I, in one part of my mind, like, can recognize that nudism has a philosophy to it, or supposedly has a philosophy to it. And I kind of generally know what that's about. Like, it's about body acceptance, self-acceptance, and accepting other people for the way they naturally are. But I don't really hear too many people, like, talk about it to a, a great extent. Um, but at the same time, like, I mean, I'll be real with you. Like, a lot of my porn <laughs> is kind of like, I don't know. Like, I, I tend to type in, like, nudism, and I'm like, I feel guilty, like, after, you know, after I finish doing what I got to do, I'm like, oh, I just, you know, did all this to all these pictures, and I'm like, does that make me a fraud? You know what I mean? What What are your thoughts? Do you think I'm a fraud if, if let's say, like, I mean, I, I guess I could be blunt with you. Let's say, like, if some of my porn searches are, like, you know, nudist this or nudist that or black nudist and this and that, it's like I, it's, it's like I'm of two, two minds about it. Like, at one point, it can be a sexual turn on to me and another point mm -hmm. it could just I, I could just be like I just like to be new like I do like to be new and I do like the idea of accepting your body and finding beauty in your body and also finding beauty in other people's bodies and being the kind of person that's non-judgmental like I love all that about it but like I guess I like what I like and I, I don't know if, is it is it wrong to do that you tell me to be honest, sitting here listening, one thing that I had to do, because um, I used to be um, a blogger that had a lot of adult mm -hmm. content. And mm -hmm. in the purpose of that, um, what I had to do um, was really talk to people um, and connecting. And there's nothing wrong with connecting to people. You have to connect with others. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. and um what i had to do um i had to connect with other people and i would ask questions i would i would literally ask questions and i'm like okay i have questions i don't want to seem out of the way when i ask this um so um mm -hmm. what i did i remember i was in I was had just graduated from college actually. Mm -hmm. And what I ended up doing, I had joined um I had just joined True Nudist at the time. Okay. And um what I ended up doing, I ended up connecting and asking questions and this is before it got real popular, but I was connecting with other nudists on Facebook as well. And what I ended up doing, um, I started um, asking them, I said, well, I'm ashamed to ask you this. And they was like, don't be ashamed, you know, talk to me, what's going on? I said, well, my concern is separating sexual sex um, from you know mm -hmm. nudism and I was like what do you do in case you get an erection and I was simply told oh you should be able to control that because nudism is not about sex I said I get that but mm. being someone who has a penis mind you I am a trans woman which we're going to talk about a little bit later uh, Okay, being a trans woman I actually had to, and this is before I transition, I had to understand that a lot of times when, uh, as a person who has a penis, and you can say, you know this for yourself, sometimes you can get aroused and the wind blows, you know? <laughs> uh I don't know about that <laughs> because I, well, I don't Well, I'm just saying I'm for me at the time. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm oh, not, I'm not far I'm behind old. you, so I'm like, you know, I don't, I, I don't know. Like, I mean, I, I've seen, I've been around a lot of attractive 
new people and I have yet to get an erection. But the thing is, like, I, I don't think, like, if I saw the attractive person, I'm going to be, like, rock hard. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I might I might masturbate about that person later. And my, my thing is, does that make me a, a fraud? Does that make me more of an exhibitionist than a nudist? You know what I mean? I'm, I, I would I think, be. I would love to, your thoughts on that. To hear your thoughts on that. I think sometimes the lines, the lines, oftentimes get blurred, get um, blurred, if you will, between exhibition and nudism, because you have a lot of people who are nat- who are exhibitionists, mm-hmm. but it, it turns out that they're actually uh, that say they're nudists, but they're actually exhibitionists. Mm-hmm. And you know, then you have some people who are the best of both worlds, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, now that I now that I think about it, I don't think I'm an exhibitionist because I I just read like a definition and it says something like an exhibitionist is somebody that gets titillated. I don't know by exposing themselves, and I don't get titillated by exposing myself. I actually find just joy in just being nude. Um, yeah. But I would I would be lying if I told you that I didn't find people attractive, and I guess maybe everyone finds people attractive. They just I guess they exercise a level of self control, and and I think like when I think about it now, I, I guess I do have that self control. So maybe I just need to stop policing my thoughts and just let them be whatever they are. I mean, sometimes we can um, police ourselves a little too much. And I, I will say that we can police ourselves a little too much. And one of the things that I will always say, um, I was talking to a good friend of mine and I said, you know, we oftentimes we police ourselves a lot. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and I was telling them that, you know, with naturism, I have been at nude events. I have been at the nude beaches and I've seen people pop erections. But I think what separates exhibition and nudism is are you calling attention to the fact that you are erect, that you've gotten aroused? You know, it's going to happen. For some people, it's going to happen. Um, And you mentioned age. I've seen some, some guys, you know, that are well into their 40s that, you know, we're just giggling and laughing and they just get hard out of the blue. It's natural. You know, it's going to happen. You don't have to necessarily be thinking of sexual so- thought yeah, for I, your lower member, you know. I didn't mean to make it seem like I um, have had an ED problems or anything like that. Right. I just, like, I mean, like, I'm not, like, a kid and, like, I mean, I will get aroused, but I guess I will have to be, like, thinking about the person and I have to find them sexually attractive, like, I'm not just going to be aroused yeah. by any old body. You know what I mean? Right. And also, it's also in, it's also a mindset thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, right. It's also a... Um, it's also a mind thing as well. And by it being a uh, mind thing, uh, you have to control that thought. Like, for me, what I do a lot of times is... Um, when I find myself thinking about something and I be, be thinking about something, I quickly change my thoughts um, and not trying to sound religious or anything. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. You know, I quickly gather my thoughts. Like, I'm like, okay, let me get this thought together because, you know, I so, don't you know, want to be thinking about this particular thing. You know what I'm saying? Well, and um, for me, I'll always think about one of my favorite songs, and hmm. you know, so whatever you song saying, I sing, it actually. You saying so, if you, you know. if you find somebody sexually attractive within a nudist environment, and you feel yourself about to get aroused, you just you you switch it up in your mind so it doesn't happen, or so it so it goes down, or whatever. Is that what you're saying? What I do is I keep in mind that I'm not there looking for sex. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I keep in my mind that I'm not looking for sex when I go to this particular um, event. Also, mm-hmm. for me, I also keep in mind that, okay, you know what you teach about naturism, what you tell people about naturism. Yes. And, you know, 
I keep in mind that is we're I'm not this is not a swingers club, you know. Mm-hmm. This is not a sex club. I'm trying to meet, you know, have just live my life the way God meant for us to. Like before Adam and Eve acted stupid in the garden of Eden, you know, that's how mm-hmm. I'm trying to live my life. And I, I think feel. so many people get it twisted because again, with mainstream society, um being a naturist is difficult. I'm just gonna be real. Um, because when you look up anything concerning nudism, that's all you're gonna find is porn. And I think that's what a lot of the problem is for some of us because we see something and it's easy for us to get sidetracked. It's very easy for us to get sidetracked. What I'm I'm curious about your thoughts on porn. I mean, I, I guess I might be exposing myself a little bit, but I find like can't anything be somebody's porn? Like let's say you take a classical picture, and for me, like let's say a man takes a classical picture of himself and it's a beautiful man, like you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And he's not doing anything like sexually explicit in the photo, he's just new. I mean, for some right. people that that could be a form of, of porn. You know what I mean? That's why I it say can. like it's, it really can. it's kind of it's kind of um I guess whether something is porn or art is porn or art or casual nudity is kind of up to interpretation. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I think I have a lot of pictures of like just new people in general. It's just like beautiful art. <clears throat> um, but then some people would consider like if you put that on Facebook, they'd be like, well, this is porn. Or if you put it on Instagram, this is porn. And these people are, they're beautiful, they're naked or whatever. And like I'm saying, like it's that's it's just we just like in murky waters, you know. Um, but I do I do recognize that there are some things that are explicitly porn. But I think like even if you're not trying to be sexually explicit, somebody can find something sexy about that. You know what I mean? Yes, like um, I think also it's all about intent. That's not like I'm teaching a um, a class on spirituality for some reason. Um, but it's all about intent because I've had people um, come up to me and they're like, Yannick, how can you be a nudist? And there's all these sexy people going, you know, around. And I'm like, girl, number one, I'm not even thinking about them. I'm trying to have a good time myself and, you know, trying to live my life to the best of my abilities and, you know, mm-hmm. have my fun and, you know, do what I got to do to, you know, enjoy it. And I will never forget I had to tell a friend of mine that um, that uh, when we went to a um, nudist event, um, where were we at? Where were we at? We were at Hallover Beach. I will never forget this. Mm-hmm. And um, we were sitting there talking or whatever, and um, we started to disrobe once we got to our designated area. Excuse me, and and one of the people that was with us it was like, "Oh, all these banged up body men." Mm-mm. I was like, "That's not what you go to the nude beach for," because they were making comments out loud. Yeah, that's that's pretty bad. I'm like, yeah, and I'm yeah, like, that's... "Oh, they about to embarrass us fully." You know what I'm saying? You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's one of the things. Um... I actually like about nudism um, the the idea that all bodies are beautiful and the self-acceptance of not only your own body, but other people's bodies as well. And I kind of like this uh, idea of like embracing your flaws and all and, and not being ashamed of your flaws, you know? So I guess that's what really attracts, attracts me to nudism. I'm just, I'm just, I don't know. I guess I'm just worried. Um, that I would that I I'm having a tough time living up to what a nudist is a nudist is supposed to be, and the way you the way other people describe it is like nudism nudist nudist people don't get no type of sexual gratification from viewing other people naked. You know what I mean? And I'm like, do they don't they really don't? But then again, I think about my experiences, and I and I do I will. Uh, when you're new in a group of people, after you after you're new for a while, it just uh-huh. kind, kind kind of becomes second nature, and it's almost like if you see someone's penis or breast, you just be like, "Oh, that's their elbow." Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? 
Right. So I guess, you know, I guess as I'm talking, I guess I'm working it through in my brain. And I guess it's just a matter of exposure. Like the more exposure you have to just general nudity, the more less of a sex obsessed uh, mind you might have. Or you might realize that, in fact, nudity can be non-sexual if if the opportunity is given. And I, I agree with you. I, I really do agree with you on that. Um, and one thing I will say, when you are in a nature setting, um, your mind is not going to, like when you first get there, for us, we're going to be wondering like, okay, how's it, how, how are people going to view me? How are people going to look at me? Um, you know, what's these people's first thoughts going to be when they see me out here naked? But then when you get out there, you start focusing on being comfortable with yourself Mm -hmm. and you start trying to, you know, uh, trying to get yourself together. You know what I'm saying? Um, and for me personally, um, when I first, the first nude event I went to, I will never forget this. I went to uh, a camp in Georgia Mm -hmm. I went with an older friend of mine and I was like, okay, I'm like, you know, now I am nervous as hell. Um, And I just wanted to see what it was all about. And I got down there and, you know, it was very welcoming um, because it was all LGBT oriented. Mind you, this was before I started transitioning from male to female and they were very warm and accepting. And we were talking and, different things and whatnot. And as we began to um, continue talking, um, I was like, okay, you know, I'm liking the conversation or whatever. And someone made a comment, oh, I like your tattoo. And I was like, well, thank you. I really wasn't expecting that at all. Um, And then as I um continue you know i hate to sound churchy when i say this fellowshipping or connecting Mm -hmm. with the other people there um you know we were just talking and and they were like oh my gosh like why are you here by yourself are you here with a friend i said well i'm here with one of my friends and um Mm -hmm. they started asking and we started talking about relationships, of course. So the conversation actually uh, went into a positive direction, so to speak. It went into a positive direction, um, something that was not sexual in nature, which mm-hmm. I was glad that it did. Um, because was... so many times, I'm sorry. No, no, I'm sorry to cut you off. Can I ask you, what what were the demographics of this LGBT? Um, nudist group was it um, predominantly people of color? Was it a mixed group? I'm 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 asking you because like I'm struggling if if I want to make my group exclusively LGBT or uh, if I want to open it up to all sexual orientations. You know what I mean? Like I and you can mm-hmm. I would love your thoughts on this. Like I kind of feel like if it's a group of all gay men, then that group can be that group may tend to be more sexually, it, it could turn into like a, a sexual thing. That's just my, uh, as a novice and as having no experience with nudism, nudist settings really, but uh, having a lot of experience with gay men and I know gay men are very, very, very sexual. You know what I mean? Just because right. we're men, yeah. period. But I feel like if, if it's like mixed gender, let's say if it's mixed gender, but it's LGBT focused, then you'll have less of that, less of a chance of it becoming explicitly sexual or not. Or maybe I'm prejudging the group. Like, what do you think? Like, I uh, think personally, me personally, um, I would actually try to make it as diverse as possible. But also, you can include people that are lesbian, bisexual, gay, even transgender, um, mm. because a lot of times certain groups, especially transgender people, are oftentimes overlooked. Mm-hmm. You well, know? That's why I said um, in, in my group that the T will not be overlooked. You know what I mean? But I, I was going to right. make it like, I was going to make it for, uh, 
either for people of color or exclusively for black people. But I wasn't sure if I was going to like put a um, like say this is for queer people or open it up to like queer and straight people. And my thought is maybe uh, nudity, like maybe your sexuality or your sexual orientation doesn't matter in nudism, in the nudist lifestyle. Like, I guess in an ideal world, it really wouldn't matter, though, would it? But I feel like for the same reason that you would make a group exclusively black or for people of color is the same reason why you would make a group for exclusively LGBT people because we are marginalized groups and sometimes we do want to be around people who are who we are more more similar to. But I wonder if that's a, necessarily a bad thing. You know what I mean? What do you think? I wouldn't say it is a bad thing that you want to make it LGBT oriented, especially for being people of color, because even with the queer and trans communities, sometimes people of color are left out. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just going to be real. We are oftentimes left out and overlooked um, because, and I'm not sounding racist because of a certain privilege you know, and mm-hmm. it's horrendous as to what happens to us sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I think for me personally, um, being a person who who is transitioning, uh, I identify as a trans woman, I have had people, um, you know, I have been invited to LGBT oriented events and it's been a diverse group of people. And unfortunately we've had some people that did get sexual um, in nature and they were asked to leave. Mm. Um, and it, 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 because that's not what it was for. Just can you, people gathering together. Can you tell me how that went down? Like did the host ask them to leave? Was it a big um, commotion? Because I, I feel like if, like, let's say if I started a group, I think I, I, I would be a person be like, okay, you got the role. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I would like to know, like, how, how do you do that without causing a lot of disruption? What happened on um, the person started making people uncomfortable and they had gotten drunk. So he quietly asked them, he was like, look, you're clearly intoxicated. Um, Maybe you should go sleep it off. He did it in a nice way. Um, To be honest, I really wasn't paying attention because I was talking to someone, but he did kind of make me feel uncomfortable anyway, because I'm like, okay, I'm scared for my life. You know, that, that type of thing, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And it, it, it was very, um, it was, it was very crazy. It was very crazy. Um, indeed. And as a result, he's no longer invited to other parties, um, other events, you know, mm-hmm. and I hated that that happened. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. And I think also being aware that if you're going to be drinking people, sometimes we lose our inhibitions when we're drinking. So be mindful, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was I was debating if I was gonna have al- alcohol in my in my my group, and I I think I decided I'm not gonna do that because people would get you know rowdy. Right, and some people don't do well with that. And I think mm-hmm. also just educating people about what naturism is and uh, isn't because. A lot of people will argue that mm-hmm. there is not a sexual side to nudism. And to me, it isn't. But okay, some people make it sexual, you know? Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think like I've, I think this conversation has really helped me. Because um, like I said, I was feeling kind of like, uh, you know, I don't, I don't even have the word for it, but I was just feeling of two minds of, of, about it. I was feeling like, oh, I'm an imposter, you know what I mean? Because I enjoy seeing nude bodies, but I'm a nudist, so why am I sexualizing nude bodies? But I think ultimately, you really can't 
like you can't stop being a sexual being. You can't stop. You can't, you know, stop being a sexual being. And I mean, nudity is associated with sex, right? But it right. doesn't have to be exclusively associated with sex. Is what I'm learning. Is what I'm coming to understand. And I, I had, I've had had these experiences, but I guess because I've had so few of them, it hasn't really set in yet that. It can be totally uh, just casual, non-sexual, just like whatever. You know what I mean? And I guess when I have more experiences, then I guess, you know, this this type of way of thinking can will just dissipate, you know, within my own mind. Exactly. And I think also um, we can't overthink it. We can't overthink it. You know, someone may be yeah. attracted because we're going to be attracted. We are sexual beings. That's how God created us. And we are going to be attracted to people. However, is our response to it, that attraction. And because yes. I will never forget, I went to a nudist camp and I was kind of irritated because a guy came up to me and said, oh my gosh, you have such a nice cock. Mm-hmm. And I just smiled and said, thank you. And I quickly grabbed my drink and walked on. And, you know, now can we, can we delve into that a little bit? Um, like I kind of know, I I kind of know why that's a turn off. Like, you know, I don't think someone has ever told me I had a nice cock. Well, they have, but not in a non-sexual environment. Um, but what I was saying is like, why? Let's say like, let me ask you, why was that? Why did that turn you off? Why did you find that offensive? Like, like what would you say to the person? Like, what would you say to the person who was like, well, I don't see why you got mad. I mean, you are nudist. You out here butt naked. I mean, he just gave you a compliment. What What's the issue? What, what would you say to that? Well, number one, although I am naked, I, I felt like this was, um, I felt that, number one, that was the wrong time frame to do all of that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Number two, um, I didn't know him. He didn't even say, hello, how are you doing? You know, he just came up and said it all out the blue. Mm-hmm. And you know, I was irritated that day, and um, you know, I was in a mood. I was really in a mood. So you know, I, I almost hate to say this because I'm—I don't know how, what you're going to think of me, right? But what would you say if I told you if somebody just came up to me if I was in a nudist event and somebody said, "Oh, you got a nice cock." Now cock or not it, that's like a weird word but if they if they say oh I, I like I, I like the way you look I don't know if I would be offended I honestly I, and it's not that I'm, I'm I'm like looking for compliments but if somebody gave me a compliment I'm not quite sure I would be offended but it, you know it is as long as it's not like a racially tinged compliment like you saying like oh I love your big black dick like if you put it like that, then I'm like, mm, get out of here. I don't, I don't, I don't like you. Like get the fuck away from me. You know what I mean? But if you say something like, oh, your skin is beautiful. You know, your 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 dark skin is beautiful. If you say it like that, I won't necessarily be offended. Like, I don't know. Can nudists? This is a question. Can nudists um, compliment other people on their new bodies, or is that a taboo? It's all in the comments being made. It's all in the comment comments being made. I always say when I see someone on something on a naturist networking site, I always say, oh, great picture, looking fabulous, you know, because some oh. people really do get offended at being sexualized or either they may be showing off a tattoo. I'm like, I love the tat. Or they may say, oh, this is a picture I've been working out trying to get healthy. I'm like, keep up the good work or something, oh, you know. I, I just want to ask look- you. So so let's let me oh my god because I'm thinking like okay let me not be too um I guess man focused since I am a gay man <laughs> but let's pretend for a second I was a straight man right and mm-hmm. a woman came to a nudist event and she had very beautiful breasts like just beautiful breasts you know what I mean mm-hmm. I guess you could say stereotypically beautiful like they were like you know voluptuous and perky and blot out right. Right. Is it this I sound so stupid and ignorant, but I'm just asking a question. No, you do is not. It wrong, is it wrong to be like, um, your I think your breasts are beautiful. You know what I mean? Is it wrong to be like that? And on the flip side, for everyone that's gay, like what if a guy had like a beautiful penis? You know, however, however you like a penis to look. 
What if you was just like, you just saw somebody and you was like, oh my God, I think your penis is beautiful. Is it wrong to uh, bring up their genitals or their sexual reproductive organs in a positive light? Or is the idea that that is wrong kind of wrong within itself? Because like, if we're embracing our bodies or we're not embracing all of our bodies, including our genitals, can we not say our genitals are beautiful? Like we can say our hair is beautiful, or our face is beautiful, or, or am I just full of shit? Like, what do you, what do you think? Am I think I when it comes, it? Honestly, when it comes down to body parts, because for women, cis and trans women, that can be right. considered sexual harassment. You know, granted you are naked. Mm-hmm. Number two, also, it can be the same for or, or a man, anyone that identify as, as male or man or any person, mm-hmm. because those body parts are so sexualized in today's culture. And I don't understand but, why a body part is so sexual, but it is. Aren't it we is. trying to desexualize these body parts? Or maybe we're not trying to do, de- maybe we're just, maybe we're not trying to, I don't think you can desexualize genitalia probably. You probably can't because they're used to reproduce. They're used in having sex. I think what we're trying to desexualize is just general nudity, period. Right. Because, you know, um, when it comes down to that, it it is a process, you know. And I Mm -hmm. think also with that, you have to understand, again, with nudity in, in and of itself, and especially we have we are sexual beings. Mm-hmm. You have to make up in your mind that look attractive. Oh, and they have nice this, but to risk getting knocked out, so to speak, or getting your feelings hurt by making a comment. Sometimes you have to keep those comments to yourself and be like duly noted. It's all about self control. So it's about it's about restraint. Is what you're saying. Like you, someone might yes. have a beautiful body and they might have whatever. They, they might have beautiful breasts or beautiful penis or beautiful chest or a beautiful butt, whatever, whatever you might like, but it's not your place to comment on their, on their particular body parts. Exactly. Especially I in see. a nudist setting. I see. In a nudist setting that is just, that is deemed disrespectful. And I love this dialogue because you are asking a lot of questions that people have mm. asked me. Yeah, I almost regret and, some of these questions because I hope no one thinks like I'm an ignorant fool who doesn't know what sexual harassment is. I do, um, but I was coming from a perspective of a man who hasn't really experienced sexual harassment to to the degree that women, cis and uh, trans women have experienced it. So I just want to make that clear. Like I, I'm, I, I understand that some of these comments can be misconstrued or could be considered sexually harassing someone, you know. Um, but that's why, like, I'm, I'm, I kind of feel kind of like, like in between. Like, I necessarily, I don't really mind if people comment on my body in the positive. Like, if I was sitting in the new group and it was like, you look pretty hot, you know what I mean? I wouldn't get offended or anything like that. Uh, but maybe that's just me, and uh, maybe other people will get offended, and I just need to recognize that. Yes, you have to be mindful that. that what you can say can possibly offend someone you know which is what we're mm-hmm. trying not to do you know? mm-hmm. so it's it's all in you know how you conduct yourself the intent behind the comment because so many times we do make comments and it's not appropriate you know but I I, i'm glad we're having this discussion i'm really glad we are having this discussion because i, I also think being in a nudist setting even more will help you de- uh, desexualize nudism and mm-hmm. really, uh, and these are for my my baby nudist, well, not baby nudist, my fledgling nudist, I should say. Mm-hmm. I feel that uh, with with that- Fled- um, Fledgling, what does real- that mean? Between- someone who's new to it. Okay. Someone who's new to the nature's lifestyle. Once they get- you know, an, an understanding of what nudism is and is not, I, I do believe that they will be able to understand what naturism is and is not. Because 
again, due to mainstream media, we're often taught that in nudism, you have to have the perfect body. You have to look like a supermodel or the Con Diesel type. You have to look like LL Cool J or you have to be looking like Brad Pitt and or you have to look like Terry Crews. That's not the case. You can be anybody, anybody type and be a naturist. Mm-hmm. And that's your ass. That you is say? going to be you can bet your sweet ass that no matter what you look like, you know, you are a beautiful creation by God. Everybody yes. is beautiful. Now, if you have a nasty personality, that's a whole different story. I ain't got nothing to do with that. That's between you, God, and your therapist. Mm-hmm. Because if you just honorary, you know, being a beautiful person on the outside is going to make your whole appearance look cantankerous. But anyway, that's a whole nother story for another day. But again, mm-hmm. Paul, I'm so glad for this conversation. Um, and it's funny because we're talking about this. I was on, as a trans woman, on social networking sites for naturism, I had comments made about my breast in my inbox and on the pictures, and I kindly deleted them. Someone said, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, your breasts are so nice. They're coming in nicely. And I'm so mm-hmm. glad you decided to keep your penis. Number one, if you know a trans woman, one thing you do not say to her or do not ask is about what they're doing with their genitalia or their body. Mm-hmm. That's none of your business. That's between them, their doctor, and whomever that they are in a relationship with. Number right. two, making comments saying, oh, I'm glad you kept this. I'm glad you're not doing this. You're making someone's transition about you. And I'm saying this for everybody... Even those that are textiles listening to this podcast, you're making so much transition about you, and that's fucking disrespectful. That is very disrespectful, indeed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Number I, three. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Let me get point number no. three. Yes. Even if you, even if you know you are admiring this person, be mindful, especially if a person is going through transition, because transition is a very critical time. Very critical time for trans people, especially if they are coming into their body and coming into who they are. You have to be very careful at the shit that you say, because one little thing can make that person very self-conscious and your comments can make a trans person feel fetishized. Which even in the nature of community, I am often fetishized as a trans woman of color and it's annoying and I, I've gotten to the place to where I don't let it bother me as much, but it still bothers me to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. But that's a whole other story for another day. Because as a yeah. trans woman, I'm already going to be sexualized because of how uh, media has portrayed trans women and trans men, trans people. Number two, um, I don't know if you remember the Jerry Springer episodes to where trans women were seen as tricking these men that they were dating. I do remember that. I always said that that was problematic. Granted, this was the 90s. But now looking back on it, that was very problematic because it made it hard for trans women today. It made it mm-hmm. very hard for trans people today. And now we're yeah. being killed. We're being looked at, especially for those of us that don't pass. Mm-hmm. Which that's a whole other story that I'm saving for Black, Trans, and Beautiful um, this upcoming week. Because these people know that these women are trans women. You know that mm-hmm. these people are trans people. And as a trans woman, I have actually limited the events that I go to because I am transitioning. And, you know, some people can be flat out assholes because your body doesn't look a certain way. Not every trans woman has to be on hormones to be trans. Not every trans woman has to have surgery to be trans. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna leave that alone. Yeah, I think I think um, in general, people just don't know anything about trans identity or trans trans transgender people. Um, I think it's just, just a lot of ignorance out there, you know, within the, the straight community and also within the gay community. You know, sadly. Mm-hmm. I've come across a lot of transphobic uh, gay men in particular, and it's very sad. And I don't think, I think the only thing you can do is continue to educate, but continue to live your life, you know? And I think this podcast, this podcast can be, can serve as an educational tool for so many people. 
I did want to ask you, uh, what is it about? Because you've mentioned this before, but I'm particularly interested because I want to create this environment for people if I or when I start this group. What is it about nudism or how did how did people make you feel accepted within the new community, within the, the nudist community, but especially as a trans person? You mentioned that it was a, a liberating feeling for you, but you also mentioned that it was particularly, um, I guess, empowering because you are a trans person. Like, what what did the nudity have on you, the, the nudism have on you to make you feel like that? For me, it allowed me to accept my body, my male body first. Then mm-hmm. being a neighbor going through this um, transition, um, it allowed it allowed me to um, it allowed me to number one look at my um, look at myself internally and also look at um, my being able to see my progress. Well, in, ter- in terms of like physical progress. Yes, physical progress and um, mm-hmm. also my mental progress as well as I go through this transition because I'm noticing a lot of times when I am, um, when I'm in the natural, I actually notice um, that my body is changing and it is it is crazy. Um Mm-hmm. And I'm learning to um, accept my body as it is, accept myself as I go through this transition and, and accepting that I'm not going to be like other trans women. I'm going to be an individual in this. And that what other people think or how other people feel, it really does matter what they think at the end of the day, because this transition is not about them. It's about me getting to happy and about me being the best woman that I can be, being the best me that I can be. And I think so many times um, we forget that a person's transition is not about them because some people, unfortunately, they do make it about them. It, mm-hmm. They do make someone's transition about them. Why? How do I? It's like, well, you didn't ask me how I felt about you transitioning. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, I didn't know that I was supposed to right um, to ask, you. <laughs> ask your permission for me to live my life. You know, and that's the kind of stuff I absolutely hate. Like, come on, don't about you. You know, right? You have the option to be on this journey, but if you don't want to be on this journey, cool. It's copacetic, like. Right. Like Beyonce um, said, me, myself, and I, I took a vow, and from now I'm going to be my own best friend. Because I actually have a lot of people that are upset with me um, because they feel they want to dictate the transition, and you don't have the license nor the range to do that, you know. And I'm like, why even bother? You know, I want to do things my way or in a certain retrospect that. I want to make sure that I'm being safe, number one, you know. And so and that's all I have mm. to say on that. That's all I have to say on that one. Mm. Well, thank you. That was uh, helpful for me um, to know, like, it, it was just, um, it just allowed you to accept yourself. And for a lot, and for me, um, for, for me, like, I feel um, freedom. In, in, in practicing nudism. Um, I, I am still struggling with some of the acceptance issues. Like in general, I like my body, but there are a few things about my body that I wish was different. Um, you know, to be real, I really ain't got no butt. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'll be like, and I'd be like, I'd be like mm, do I need to do like a hundred squats? <laughs> but it's like, I don't, like people have told me that many times you, you know what I mean because I'm kind of thin right now and they was like mm, 
you handsome, but you ain't got no butt. And I was just like, ooh, I didn't really realize I needed a butt. And now I kind of feel like I need a butt. <laughs> you know what I mean? But and and a lot of that is other people's insecurities about themselves. So when someone yeah. says, Oh, you you, you need a butt, it's like, no, no, just let me be me because God created me this way for a reason, and I'm gonna be how he created me, like I'm fabulous. Yeah, and that's why I like nudism. And um I, I it's funny, it's funny because my friend told me who is a nudist. I told him, like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go with you to the nude spa, but I gotta go. I got to, you know, maybe lose a couple more pounds. And he said to me, you know, you're not really a nudist then. And I was like, mm. I had to agree because I, you know, I, I don't think that you should wait until you have the perfect body to practice nudism. No, you know? but I will say that even as somebody who's, who wants to engage in a lifestyle, I still struggle with um, living up to other people's ideals of what is beautiful and what is attractive and what and what is okay you know what i mean mm-hmm. um like honestly like i'm not gonna go as far as to be like you know getting butt implants but i'll be lying if i said i wasn't trying to do some squats now so i don't know like i guess maybe if i practice news and more then I won't feel the need to like alter my body or change my body and i guess that's the power of nudism so i guess i got just got to do it more i guess and you're um, right. And it's, it should be about health and making sure that you are happy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I I did want to ask you one other uh a few more things before we uh say goodnight. But um what what if somebody have like cause it's been a a long time since we talked and I've had a few experiences that I wouldn't mind sharing, but what are some of the experiences that you had over these last few months that had to do with nudism or naturism? Um, to be honest, I've had any experiences in naturism. I'll take that back. I'll take that back. I'll take that back. I actually did nude yoga. I've been doing nude yoga. Um, mm-hmm. it, it has been, it has actually been relaxing to me. Um, and it has been something, um, that has really helped me uh, relate, release, relax. Mm -hmm. And it has given me, um, it has given me, you know, centering. It's allowed me to be centered um, Mm -hmm. in my life because at one point in time, I didn't have that centering that I needed. and it's also all around healthy because it gave me a burst of energy and I was actually able to sleep like I needed to. And I need to get mm. back into it. I've been falling off because life has been busy as hell. So, so things have been happening. I'm, 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 I find that interesting that you said you get energy from being nude. It's fascinating. Yes, and I, I love new yoga because it's like number one, I hate wearing clothes because it's just, uh, uh, you know, I feel you. It's annoying as I don't know what. <laughs> I, I think. So, um, do Do you think we can condition ourselves to be nude? As weird as that sound, like I told you, um, I think ever since I found your podcast, right, I didn't do this until I started listening to your podcast. I started just being nude in my house, in my apartment. Like mm-hmm. in my mind now, I feel like it's no reason whatsoever for me to wear clothes whatsoever. And so, like as soon as I get home from work, I take off all my clothes, and I just be doing everything new, you know, uh, every single thing. Like I feel like it's no reason, not even in the winter, not even in the summertime, <laughs> at all. And it's really, I started doing that because I think you mentioned it on your podcast. She was like, do this new, do this new. So now I really have a strong desire to just be new in my home. And I'm like, it wasn't always like this. I really didn't even care if I had clothes on or not. But now I feel like I feel anxious and I feel just uncomfortable with clothes on. And I'm like, was it a good thing that I, <laughs> that I conditioned myself to be new or is it not conditioning? Is it just, um, is it reconditioning? You know, is it just going back to our natural state? But at the same time, I'm thinking that 
there's nothing really necessarily wrong with clothes either because clothes are a part of the human condition as well. Like we, we, you know, we created them because we needed them, you know, for protection and whatnot. I think also it is, it also boils down to reconditioning. Um, It really boils. I can't even talk today. Shoot me in the foot, Jesus. Um, (laughs) It boils down to reconditioning. uh, And I think also it, also boils down to you um also being free to be you and fucking what everybody else has to say you know mm-hmm. um, and that's that's all i have to say on that you know um and that's okay. that's my thoughts on that all right well i do want to share with you just two more things uh i went to two nude events over these last few months I went to a gay Tantra event. I never, I didn't know what Tantra is. I don't know what it really is, but I had no idea what it was before I went there. And I can't really describe it except for it's a practice that I believe started in India and has something to do with yoga and meditation and spirituality all rolled into one. And I don't think it was exclusively gay when it first started, Mm -hmm. but you know, us gay people, we just kind of made it our own thing. And I don't know if you've ever been, but I would describe what we did. We came in there. Um, we did introductions and then we did some meditation. No, no, no. We did like a ceremony where all of us had to stood. We stood up in groups and like we undressed each other. And then there was a there was a lot of um, touching and whatnot like this. And as I describe it, I don't, I guess this isn't really wasn't a quote unquote do this event. It really wasn't supposed to be sexual, but it could be sensual. You know what I mean? But I say all that to say, like, when it was over, I, there was like a social aspect to it. And it was like, um, you know, you could either put your clothes back on or you could just be nude. And I, I just stayed with my clothes off and I found, immense not immense but i felt real joy in just not having to wear clothing particularly in front of other people and right. i just enjoy enjoy being new and without shame you know with no like flaws and all like not caring to cover up not caring who saw me but it was just it was just nice <laughs> you know what i mean and i i legit did not want to put my clothes back on so i i just that's when I knew, like, oh yeah, I gotta start this group. Like, I'm a full-on nudist. <laughs> you know what I mean? When I knew, yeah. I, it just felt good. You know what I mean? And I think, I think people nudists should say that more, more than anything. We should they should say it feels good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it feels good. So maybe you should just do it because it feels good. It just feels good to just to be without clothing. And we are social creatures. I think that's really uh, important. I think. Um, People ask, so why do you want to do this new? Why do you want to do this new? And I think uh, my response would be, number one, I want to, like, let's say if I want to have a new board game and somebody say, mm-hmm. well, why do you want to do a new board game? My response is, well, I'm a social creature and I want to have play board games with other people, with other humans. And being new just feels good. It just feels better. So mm-hmm. that's it. It really and, does. It really does. Yeah. And the other thing I went to was an, an, uh, a spa, a traditional Korean spa, I believe. It's one in Philly. It's it's kind of small, but I had never been there before. And I went there with a friend. Um, and I found it enjoyable. I mean, I found it enjoyable. It was it was relaxing. And I don't know if you've ever been, but if anybody has never been to a Korean spa and you have the opportunity to go, I suggest that you go. Uh, it's very freeing, and I wish I wish there were more spas like that in in where I lived, and just in America in general. Um, yeah, and I, I agree with you. Um, I know in Virginia, near where I live in D.C., well, not far actually. Um, there's a a, a spa where you know you can be clothes free, which I have yet to go. But one Saturday, I'm going. So. Mm-hmm. We should go together. Let's plan a trip. <laughs> you know. Yes, that would be awesome. So um, I'm, I'm, I have some big plans, which is why I want everyone that's listening to Naked Colors a little bit of housekeeping. I should have this in the beginning. 
Please, if you're listening to this podcast, support us by going to the Naked Color store. You can go to shop.spreadshirt.com slash Naked Colors. And we have some pride gear. We have all kinds of things. I add new stuff as much as I can. I do have a life. I do work a nine to five for right now. I'm building my empire. Also, you can support by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Naked Colors Pod. And if you want to be featured on the Twitter or Instagram, DM me or email me at nakedcolorspod at gmail.com. And I'll be happy to help you out. Okay. So. But anything else you want to cover before we get out of here, Paul? Well, I just would like to ask everyone to show Yannick some love and go on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you found her wonderful podcast and write a review. Um, the more reviews yes. you write, uh, the higher her podcast gets uh, on, on the list. So if you like what you hear, uh, write a review. That's the easy way to support this podcast. And thank you so much for that, Paul. And thank you for coming on again. Thank you so much uh, for showing me love and support. And thank you for your time. Everybody, we're about to get out of here. Live, love, and be free. Naked hugs. (laughs) Naked hugs.